This is Smarter Care Connections, a podcast produced by the Virginia Center for Health Innovation, a public-private partnership working to turn competition into collaboration to design a healthcare system that delivers better health for patients, better satisfaction for providers, and better value for Virginia. This episode of Smarter Care Connections is the sixth and final episode in our special series celebrating VCHI's 10th anniversary. Our guests this week are a triple threat. That's right, we have three amazing guests, Anish Chopra, Dr. Ibey Mbanu, and Meredith Touchstone. They each bring unique expertise and perspective to our work, so let's dive in. Anish Chopra is one of VCHI's newest board members, but we've tapped his shoulder many times over the years for advice and ideas. He is the president of Care Journey, an open data and analytics platform building a trusted, transparent rating system for physicians, networks, facilities, and markets on the move to value. He served as the first U.S. Chief Technology Officer under President Obama from 2009 to 2012, and in 2014 authored Innovative State, How New Technologies Can Transform Government. He serves on the boards of the Healthcare Cost Institute, International Digital Accountability Council, Integra Connect, and chairs the George Mason Innovation Advisory Council. Dr. Ibe Mbanu is a longtime friend of VCHI and rotated off of our board last year. He currently serves as Senior Medical Director with Advocate Aurora Health, one of the largest clinically integrated health systems in the U.S. He serves as Senior Leadership for the System's Strategy and Operations Group, as well as employer services, including occupational medicine and employee health. He continues to practice as a hospitalist, seeing patients, and teaching as a clinical assistant professor for the University of Illinois School of Medicine. Prior to relocating to Chicago, Dr. Mbanu served in leadership with various health systems in Virginia, including Bon Secours and HCA. Dr. Mbanu has been involved in numerous statewide organizations dedicated to the improvement and evolution of healthcare in the Commonwealth. He is past president of Virginia Health Information, and recently completed his term with VCHI as treasurer and board member. Additionally, he served as a trustee for the Richmond Academy of Medicine and board director for the Medical Society of Virginia, where he also had the pleasure of leading as president of their foundation. Meredith Touchstone is also relatively new to VCHI's board, but we have leaned on her expertise in the employee health space for a number of years. Why is that? Well, she has more than 20 years of experience leading employee benefits for jumbo national employers. Meredith currently leads CarMax's benefits, leaves, and accommodations teams with overall accountability for those programs supporting more than 26,000 associates across the country. She has deep expertise in innovation, strategy, compliance, benchmarking, communications, associate engagement strategies, vendor management, and administration. She is deeply passionate about managing and supporting population health to design resources that positively influence the health journey of employees and their loved ones. Meredith currently serves on Anthem's client advisory group, as well as their client innovation council and Castlight's client advisory board. 
Further, she serves on the Smarter Care Virginia Employer Task Force, as well as the Virginia Task Force on Primary Care. Welcome to all three of you, and Steve, I will let you take it away. Thank you, Ashley. We're excited to have this conversation with three leaders who bring state and national perspectives to the work of VCHI. First, we have Meredith Touchstone to help us think about VCHI through the lens of innovation and employee health. Welcome, Meredith. Hi, happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Next, we have Anish Chopra, who can help us view VCHI from the perspective of both public and private sector innovation. Welcome, Anish. Thank you for having me. Great to have you here. And third in our panel, we have Dr. Ibey Mbanu, who can help us understand VCHI as a practicing physician and as an innovation leader at the executive and board level. Welcome, Ibey. Hi, everyone. Such a pleasure to be here. Looking forward to great dialogue. This is going to be a great conversation. So knowing your backgrounds, we could take this conversation in many different directions. But today, we'd like to focus on the role of VCHI as a catalyst that brings people together for learning and collaborative innovation. So first, we'll take a look back, and then I'll ask you about some possibilities for the future. We'll start with eBay. eBay, in the early days of VCHI, you were here in Virginia making a difference as a physician leader in multiple settings. As you think about VCHI's work as a catalyst for innovation over these past 10 years, what are some of the key assets or strategies that have allowed VCHI to bring people together and make a positive difference? Thanks, Steve. Healthcare or uh, care delivery, if you will, um, is such a highly complex and highly dynamic industry. And when you look at the model on aggregate here in the United States, there's so many different stakeholders that are responsible for you know, making this engine run. Policymakers to technology companies to pharmaceuticals, you know, they're all really important in this continuum of care. But if we really pull back the layers, you know, it truly boils down to the physician and the patient relationship, um, which many consider to be sacrosanct. So when we talk about really making meaningful change in care, you have to have the clinicians in place. The team at VCHI have done such a masterful job at not only ensuring that we've had physicians in the conversation but truly our best and brightest doctors at the table for VCHI. You know, when we look at Secretary Hazel or Dr. Hazel, uh, Dr. Carey, our, our most recent former Secretary of Health, Dr. Siobhan Donovan, you know, truly giants in healthcare in the Commonwealth, really representing that voice of the physicians. So I'm really proud to have had the opportunity to side by side with them to work improving healthcare in our communities. And, uh, you know, along that line, Beth and the team continue to engage and align with organizations that represent the voice of the physician, like Medical Society of Virginia, for example, where she and I served in leadership way back in the days. And, uh, you know, I'll say from a strategic standpoint, one of the smartest things that we've done is uh, framing the conversation around low-value care versus high-value care. You know, earlier in the conversations, we talked a lot about wasteful care. and when you tell a doctor that his x-ray that he ordered for his patient uh, is wasteful, the, the immediate reflex is, wait, what do you mean if my x-ray for my patient is wasteful? So, you know, framing it from the purview of uh, value, clinically speaking, certainly has been a little more palatable for our physicians. Thanks, eBay. And, and I think that theme of value is going to run throughout our conversation today. Meredith, let's, let's ask about your perspective. 
as some context, you know, prior to VCHI, Virginia didn't really have an entity with a long track record for bringing employers into the conversation about health innovation. And it's taken some time to build those relationships, but here we are. As someone with a state and national perspective on employee health, what is it about VCHI that gives it credibility as a vehicle for engaging employers as partners in innovation? Yeah, so I've had the privilege of working with VCHI, not just as a board member over the course of the last year, but partnering with VCHI, even long predating that experience um, in various different capacities over the years. And so I've been lucky enough to sort of see the magic that it brings uh, to the conversation. And I think from an employer standpoint, there's a few things that are pretty provocative about what VCHI is doing um, with regard to healthcare in the Commonwealth. Um, the first and most notable is bringing together all of the stakeholders. I find that as an employer, I'm often sitting around the table, but only with a subset of the stakeholders, um, you know, for employee health and for costs relative to healthcare in general. And so it's been really refreshing to be a part of an environment where there are all of the stakeholders around the table, many, frankly, with competing priorities in certain conversations, but VCHI does such a great job of um, creating a safe space where folks can share ideas and challenge each other and, uh, you know, so row the canoe in the same direction instead of uh, everybody in the canoe rowing in different directions. And the reality is for employers, um, healthcare is expensive, right? Um, you know, in my experience with the jumbo employer level, you're often talking about hundreds of millions of dollars, but even for smaller employers, there are real dollars affecting their businesses. So strategically, the conversation is critically important. And not to mention, and most importantly for employers, you know, population health, you know, keeps our folks content and engaged and productive at work. And so this is a conversation that all employers really should be engaging with um, and trying to sort of test the limits and create something that is great for everybody involved. Really well said, and having had the chance to be in those rooms, sometimes it's it's a very different conversation uh, when the employers when the employers come as really engaged partners in this. So we appreciate that perspective. Anish, you've been an innovation leader and an entrepreneur in the private sector and the public sector. Uh, you've got a national perspective, and you've got a good perspective here in Virginia. You also bring a deep knowledge of the opportunities and challenges involved in using data and technology to drive innovation. From your viewpoint, what do you think has made VCHI successful as a catalyst for innovation over these past 10 years? In the United States, we have a philosophy that the private sector should drive industry standardization and the role of government is to adopt and scale what has achieved consensus. One of the critical roles for VCHI is that we sort of are skating a bit of ahead of the puck, meaning the demand signal for value-based care isn't as robust as I would love for it to be. And so you need a community organizer, for lack of a better term, where uh, fellow travelers on the early adoption curve can gather and experiment and communicate a demand signal when individual entities within the healthcare delivery system may not uh, necessarily speak up. That to me is a critical role. And from a public policy standpoint, you sort of beg to have a convener in the form of VCHI so you can actually work and collaborate uh, to move the industry forward. And frankly, the opposite, if, if it doesn't exist, you're sort of struggling with how do you, you know, wrangle 
the change that you think that the system so desperately needs. So as someone who focused on public-private partnerships a great deal during my time in Virginia and then at the White House, uh, VCHI is the bullseye poster child of how to get it right. Really appreciate that. So themes from looking back, we're talking about strategy. We're talking about a focus on value. We're talking about creating a safe space, um, which, which implies trust. Uh, and Anish, you, you've made this point of being out ahead of the puck, uh, actually being ahead of the curve and bringing people together earlier in the game, which we really appreciate. So let's transition now from looking back to envisioning some possibilities for today and tomorrow. Um, coming back around to eBay, as a physician leader uh, with your own vision for innovation at the local, state, and national level, what do you see as some possible focus areas for VCHI in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, you know, for me, it goes back to influencing practice patterns. And um, let me just say I'm a bit remiss when speaking of physicians solely because there are so many other important providers on the care team like advanced practice clinicians that also lay hands and deliver care. So I, I just really wanted to point that out. Appreciate that. Um, yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, when the dust settles and there's consensus uh, around what we're defining as value, for example, you know, the question becomes, so what's next, right? And uh, to me, uh, the answer is ensuring that our physicians and other providers have this information at the point of care, as we say, right? So if I had my druthers, the next phase would be to begin actively engaging these electronic medical record companies, right? And start that conversation on how we can build this evidence-based data and information that BCHI has been aggregating, analyzing into the code of the technology of these companies' platforms, right? So our physicians have the information for the right patient at the right time, you know, when the patient is right there in front of them. So this way, our physicians are informed and uh, can be fully transparent with the patient, for example, as to why this antibiotic or this issue not only won't work, but could actually cause you harm, right? So working closely with these technology companies is going to be key in the future. And uh, believe it or not, only three of the EMR companies control 75% of the market share. So we can pick one and begin the conversation, really begin to drive that what we call clinical intelligence or CI in the industry. I do believe this is going to be important in the future. Appreciate you drawing that line from the bedside um, all the way to the top of the strategy hierarchy. Absolutely. And, and, and that's the value of a clinician perspective. We really appreciate <laughs> that. Uh, Meredith, same question, but from your perspective as an innovation leader and employee health, what do you see as some possible areas of focus for VCHI going forward? So, you know, I think about it really in sort of two ways, right? Part of this is about blocking and tackling in a really powerful way. By that, I mean, like never taking your eyes off the foundation. And one of the foundational things that BCHI does with such grace and power, frankly, is to continue to leverage data to provide insights to stakeholders that wouldn't perhaps otherwise have it, right? To facilitate a conversation, to break down barriers and silos, um, and to coordinate an effort such that we are not just reacting, but we're being more proactive, whether it's in like, you know, patient care where providers are, are meeting with the patient right there, um, or it's in broader conversations, perhaps influencing the regulations, et cetera. But uh, everyone needs this data in order to be more effective 
effective in the decision-making that they're making on a day-to-day basis. And I think there's such power in that. So I I hope that BCHI will kind of not take their eye off the ball with regard to um, this really good foundational work, which, you know, isn't necessarily the sexy stuff, but it is definitely the stuff that sort of facilitates the innovation uh, further down the path. And then from my vantage point, I've had the uh, amazing privilege of also uh, spending quite a bit of time in sort of innovation uh, discussions and summits um, all across the country. Um, The reality is that healthcare of tomorrow looks dramatically different than it does today. It is no longer a system that is focused on sick care. It is absolutely a healthcare system. And uh, that's that's a really big shift in mindset from every single part of the healthcare system. And so I hope that VCHI will uh, continue in the role of sort of bringing partners together in such a way that we sort of shed light on what's coming and things that are going to look very different in the future and help all of those stakeholders, again, be well-informed in terms of how adjustments will need to be made. And the reality is that I think that healthcare in the not too terribly distant future is quite radically different than it is today uh, with some of the players and entrants in the market. And so we need to be uh, well-positioned to sort of receive that in a positive way and not sort of leave anybody behind as healthcare continues to advance. And there are ways to use it in really in powerful and impactful Um, sort of outcomes, creating those powerful outcomes. Um, But there could be abrasion. So it's not going to be an easy transition, but will be one that's most productively supported in this sort of trusting, credible environment that you've referenced, um, you know, over the course of this discussion. So I'm hopeful that we will keep an eye on the near term and the long term all at the same time. Really appreciate that vision, Meredith. Thank you. Uh, Anish, your turn. Uh, As someone who's always articulating a vision of where things are heading in American healthcare, what do you see as some possible focus areas for VCHI in the future? Well, I'm one of the newer members of the board, so who am I to introduce net new topics when we've got a pretty full agenda? But I will say I have perspective, which is a bottom-up theory of change. And while I spent a good part of the last decade pushing top-down initiatives, they come to life in state and local uh, governments. And so community organizations, the VCHI framework, it's like so much potential to make a a meaningful difference. Just to give you an example, this calendar year, 2022, we're going to see for the first time employers contribute open data in the context of the price transparency rule. We'll see exactly which providers are in which networks and more excitedly, which providers are enrolled in alternative payment models for every single employer in the country. I cannot wait to see how CarMax reports this information as well as other stakeholders to overlay with Medicare programs and Medicaid programs so we can start to understand the clustering benefit of a share of a physician's panel that's moving to value as one more piece of information that could inform how how fast and in what manner we move. That kind of transparency hasn't existed, and I can't wait for VCHI to help us make sense of it. The related point is that all of the EHR platforms, and eBay was very kind to reference earlier that a few have a high degree of market share. That's true eBay on the hospital side. On the ambulatory side, it's a lot more fragmentation. The good news is the Cures Act and a decade's worth of investment in public subsidies has all culminated through the calendar year 12, 2022, meaning this year, 
we are going to see all of the EHR systems that meet certification criteria standardize on a relatively common open data model available through modern internet technical standards, which means are highly fragmented and frustratingly annoying to connect IT infrastructure is all getting ready to upgrade to a modern future. Will it just happen auto-magically? No. Would an organization like BCHI make sure that providers know what to ask, that they have certain rights against their EHR vendor, that employers looking to standardize quality measurement now have a mechanism for determining the ease of burden uh, to execute those measures? This coordination role, shining light, educating, advocating, it's all right now left for no one to do or someone to do, potentially VCHI. So I'm very motivated on how the bottom-up story will pick up the ball from these top-down regulatory changes that are hitting the ground this calendar year. Gosh, we've just had three strategic visions that are very exciting. I think the next 10 years are going to be even more transformational than the last 10 years. But this is really an exciting point in time and appreciate you so much for sharing your visions for the future. Uh, going to uh, flip the script now and, and talk about some personal thoughts. Um, from your personal perspective, eBay, and as a closing thought, what have you found most rewarding in your work with VCHI? Yeah, I started the journey with VCHI nearly six years ago as a board member and uh, most recently as a treasurer. So I, I have so many fond memories of the organization and the team there. Uh, I'll say, you know, when a physician goes to medical school, core of that aspiration is honestly to simply take care of patients. And um, in this rapidly changing environment, it's, it's very difficult to practice medicine nowadays. It's pretty tough. And, uh, you know, along those lines, it, it's more and more difficult to sort of maintain that flame that led us towards medicine. So you know, I'll say I'm, I'm very proud of the work of how it's helping, helping, excuse me, to strengthen the foundations of the practice of medicine, making our care more effective and more efficient, uh, ultimately improving care delivery in the Commonwealth and across the country. Work truly has been pretty amazing and one of the highlights of my career. Thank you, eBay. Uh, Meredith, your turn. Same question. What have you found most rewarding in your work with VCHI? I think my answer to this is just the, the simplest uh, probably of all, which is I've not been surrounded by, you know, folks of this level of brilliance really in any other aspect of my life or my career. So it's just been incredibly rewarding to hear all of these beautiful minds sharing their opinions in a really positive and productive way where folks are authentic and all working towards a similar goal. And that's just been um, tremendously rewarding. And then I think as an aside, and this is probably, uh, you know, a bit of a funny one, but uh, I don't think it's any secret that I was selected as a board member, perhaps partly because I'm sort of willing to ask and push and be a little disruptive in how I approach my thinking. And uh, as a result, I've actually really enjoyed that role and being able to have uh, an environment where um, you know, folks are not just sort of open to uh, a difference of opinion or a difference of perspective, but actually hungry for it and really approaching, um, you know, those conversations with like, this is how we grow together and that we get better and we have improved outcomes. And so 
it it's been fun to be the one on the group that asks the hard questions sometimes. And I've found it to be really uh, rewarding overall, especially since it's all in, in the name of the greater good. Right. And that culture is rewarding for everybody involved. Uh, it really is something. Uh, Anish, your turn. What have you found most rewarding in your work with VCHI so far? Well, mine is more about an aspiration as I've just started in a matter of weeks and months. So early days, but uh, I recall vividly early in the launch of VCHI, I had been involved in Startup Virginia, which was a chapter of Startup America, something that President Obama had called into action, led by Steve Case. And uh, there had been a moment in time to kind of har harvest the energy of entrepreneurs and innovators. And it was VCHI in those early days that played that magnet role to bring those entrepreneurs and innovators forward to help uh, present their ideas and hopefully inspire others to to uh, to see what was in the art of the possible. Uh, I want to tap that spirit and hope that this coming year we're going to see more of those opportunities. There's so many projects that are underway. I'm very active right now in the community HIE program, a grant that's been awarded uh, down in Hampton Roads uh, to the Bay Area's on aging, and I'm very hopeful that this could be a bellwether for the future on how we can get data sharing to work in a cost-effective but uh, operationally effective way. So long story short, uh, I'm, I'm excited about the history and, and eager about the future. Excellent. Anish Chopra, Meredith Touchstone, and Dr. Ibe Mbanu, thank you for sharing your insights and your inspirations with us today. And thank you for all of your work to create better health and healthcare in Virginia and even beyond.